Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of In Conversation with Dr. Gary. I am your gracious host, Dr. Gary, and it is truly a blessing, uh, and I am so very thankful that you would allow me to share just a small portion of your day to share my heart through this devotional monologue, and I pray that it helps and encourage you um, so much. And so my focus today surrounds us trusting the promises of God, trusting the promises of God. And so today our focal scripture will be 2 Peter 1, 2 through 4, and I pray that this will uh, encourage uh, your heart. Um, and all the things that you do, because I know that when we are in the course of our day, uh, whatever we may doing, uh, and the things that are going on um, in our lives, there are some times when we can feel very lost. We can feel very frustrated, very confused about why things are not happening in accordance to our plan and how we have set forth motion to make things happen in our life. Um, We've prayed about things and have yet to see it come into fruition. And so we become anxious. We become impatient um, with God. And so we, I just want us to be able to first take a moment, um, relax our minds and do as the Bible tells us is to be still and know that he is God. And so uh, we just want to take this time today uh, see what the Bible says about us trusting the promises of God. And I pray that this portion of scripture will help you um, to bring comfort to you uh, and to encourage you in your heart. Amen. Amen. And so if we go to the scripture, verse two and second Peter one, the Bible says grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and Jesus, our Lord. Verse three says he's divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. And then finally, verse four says, through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them, you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desire. Amen. And so like like anyone else, many of us, you know, we want an abundance life. We want this great life of God's grace and and, and peace. And we want to experience that in all of his glory. But uh, we're willing to put forth uh, the effort to get to know him uh, through his word, through studying uh, the Bible, through yielding ourselves in prayer. Amen. And so uh, to enjoy the privileges uh, that God Uh, so freely gives to us that he allows us to experience that he offers us actually because one he says here uh, uh, in verse two that um, we have the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord amen and so this prayer that Paul is praying um, clearly is an indicator that it is his desire Uh, for the believer to have the knowledge of God and of Christ in our everyday life. This is nothing that he's trying to to withhold from us. He wants us to be able to have an experience that he wants our hearts 
uh, to be protected. He wants our hearts to be guarded by by the peace uh, of God that clearly surpasses all of our understanding. Amen. Uh, and then additionally, Paul, he wants grace and peace to be ours, not just in mediocrity, but in abundance. Amen. And see, the God we serve, he doesn't simply hand out his blessings in small doses. Oh, no, that's that's not the God that we serve. See, the God we serve, he wants to bless us with a, a multitude, with an abundance of blessing in huge, large, overflowing volume. Amen. Can anybody feel that? <laughs> I know that I can. But so getting to know God more and the more of his experience and grace and peace assures that. Amen. We can do so much better by dwelling in that that hidden place, that that secret place of God. Uh, then rather than just by making uh, some occasional visits there, we want to be able to dwell in that place, that secret place, to be able to rest and remain there always at all times. Amen. So what I can tell you is that those that do live in the sanctuary rather than in the suburbs find the secret place of God's grace and peace. Amen. And so um, the power uh, to live uh, a holy life is going to come through the knowledge of God who calls us um, to that. So when we look back at verse three, he says his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. So just as God's divine power is the source of holiness, so the knowledge of God is what channels us. He's the connector. He is the conduit to all of these things. So the better we get to know him, the more we become like him. Amen. And so um, the power to grow, to mature in Christ, this just doesn't come from within us, but it comes from God. Amen. But but we don't we don't have the resources to be truly godly. God allows us to just as it says in the word to participate in the divine nature in order to help us from from sin and, and, and to help us live in a way that's pleasing to him. And so uh, when we're born again, uh, it is by God's Holy Spirit that we are empowered um, to live. Um, according to his own moral goodness. Amen. And so if we look at um, verse four, uh, where it says, um, through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them, you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruptions in the world uh, caused by... Um, evil desires. Amen. And so again, it's, it's no wonder Peter says that the promises of God are precious and very great because God's promises, what it does, it helps us. It, it enables us to escape, to free ourselves from the corruption that, that is, that is daily surrounding us and constantly surrounding us. Um, uh, that is in this world 
And it's through all of these, these desires, these, these lustful desires. Amen. And so God, what he has done is he's promised us that all that we need to resist this level of temptation. Amen. And so understand that when, when these issues, when these, when these temptations, these passionate cravings come upon us, we can claim the promises because they enable us to have that escape factor from the, from what I call the drunkenness, um, the filth, the misery, and the treachery, and the strife, all of that that it brings with it. Amen. It just doesn't come along um, to kind of throw us off. It wants to come and try to destroy us and instill all of these ungodly um, attributes within our spirit. Amen. So uh, my question uh, to you today is, have you ever, have you ever become so discouraged uh, because the Lord didn't keep a promise the way you expected and and be honest you know and transparent because I know sometimes we do have some things that go on in our life that you know had it been our decision we wouldn't have done it that way (laughs) but if you thought that way before realize that the problem was not God's faithfulness to his word uh, but your understanding of the scripture in itself see see first of all not all promises in the Bible apply to us. Amen. And, and some of them are limited to certain situations, to certain people or certain times. For instance, um, when, when God told Abraham and Sarah, they would have a son. Uh, would you go to Genesis 17, um, 15 and 16? This was his commitment specifically to them. Not to anyone else. And then secondly, it's important to remember and realize that some promises come with conditions. Amen. Now, you consider the Bible verses that say, delight yourself in the Lord, for he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalms 36, 37 and 4. See, this this isn't an open-ended guarantee that God is going to give you whatever you want. There's some qualifications. One of them is delighting in the Lord and desiring what he wants. Did you hear that? See, delighting in the Lord and desiring what he wants. Amen. And so even though uh, some of God's promises have restrictions, uh, there are many um, in the New Testament that... um, Apply to all believers. Amen. And you know, God promises to work all things together for our good to them that love the Lord, those that are called according to his purpose, Romans 8 and 28. And he said that he would be with us forever in Hebrew 13 and 5. And then he gave us to, to, to give us uh, an eternal inheritance in heaven, 1 Peter 1, 3 through 5. And so those are promises that we can claim. Uh, with full assurance because scripture explicitly tells us that they're God's will. Amen. 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 Well, I hope this portion of scripture, this spiritual nugget uh, has been helpful to you. Uh, it had truly inspired uh, my heart as I continue to journey along the path that he has set before me. Um, but trusting God at his, at his word is critical to the believer. Amen. Because we won't be able to see or even understand everything that he is doing, but we know that he is working it out for our good. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. I love you. And I hope to hear from you and see you again.
have a great day.